Good evening, listeners. We're here live on the Asylum Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, David Gold, and we're here with the excellent man of the night, Mr. Magic Man. How are you tonight, sir? I am doing good, Mr. Gold. Good morning, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. Guys, we have a hell of a lot of information today. We got some craziness, crazy things going on in the wrestling world, crazy things going on in the real world. We're here to bring you an escape from all that. Sit back, relax, enjoy it, get you a drink, continue on your drive. Whenever you're listening to this, myself, Gold, Nick, and our man behind the scene, Nate Max, and we are ready to help y'all get through whatever it is and get you to your destination. And we have the the belt man himself, Nick Francis. How are you tonight, sir? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. What's up, guys? Um, Going to send a happy belated birthday to Mr. David Gold himself. Happy birthday, brother. And um, happy anniversary to Mr. John Majewski. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Hope everybody's staying safe wherever you're located at, and um, whether you're in the house or lucky enough to still be working, hopefully everybody's keeping safe, and um, just glad to be spending a little time with you guys. It's always fun to come on here and chit-chat and see what kind of interesting news we have and what discussions we got going on, so I'm looking forward to the show, guys. Hopefully y'all are stocked up on your toilet paper. <laughs> Um, even though yeah, that has nothing to do with um, taking a lot of shits, but hey, you never could have enough toilet paper, I guess. Um, I still have yet to find some, but thank goodness I've always had a little excess uh, napkins. <laughs> 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 you know, anytime I go to Chipotle, I grab like 20 napkins. I'm that guilty guy, so I always have uh So, um, but yeah, um... So let's see. It's, we have a patch. It's paying off now. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you right now. I mean, I look over. I got like a stack of Chipotle napkins. I'm good to go. Um. <laughs> All right, guys. I got to bust in to tell you all a, sto- a story that I experienced this weekend. Sure. While I was uh, while I was at the grocery stores, y'all know the grocery stores are going crazy. So the other day, I was at a Target. You know, of course, everyone's looking for toilet paper, food supplies, all that. And, of course, where am I? I'm in the action figure and wrestling card sections to see what's going on. But I'm walking, and I see an elderly gentleman. Looks like, you know, a little disheveled, maybe transient type is the appearance he's got. And I look down, and he has no shoes on. So I'm like, okay, what's this guy? And he starts walking towards He's got a cart. He's got a cart full of items, so course just keeping an eye on him to see what's going on and as he gets closer i notice not only is he barefoot but he's got half of a foot so i'm like (laughs) okay so he keeps walking and he he walks past me doesn't say anything and i kind of look over my shoulder you know just keep my eyes on him and i notice he's got a little sign on his back on the back of his shirt and the sign says yes i have no shoes on yes i know the corona is round I have half a foot. Do you think I give a fuck? And I was like, <laughs> he's good then. He's good to go. So I got to ask. So that when I visited that store after you did magic and I walked over to the 
the card section and I saw a four pack of toilet paper sitting there where the cards used to be. I guess sacrifices had to be made, huh? Yeah, I've only I only had so much money and you gotta have priorities. So and it was the good stuff too. It was like the what is it, the Charmin, uh, where it's like double the rolls when it's really not double the rolls, but they try to sell you on that, like, oh, it's double the rolls, you know. So Yes, it's, that's uh, why I saw those cards. That's why I saw the toilet paper in the card section. I was like, "Yes, someone hit some toilet paper." For me. <laughs> yes, and 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 to all our listeners and to my co-hosts here, guys, we know this is serious. Uh, we're going to joke about it because we are trying to help. We like this to be a little escape from the world as it stands right now. So if we joke, we're not des- necessarily saying this isn't serious or something we shouldn't worry about. We're just trying to give you all a little entertainment, a little escape from the reality we're currently living in. Oh, definitely. De- it's, uh, definitely, definitely. And thanks to Nick um, and anybody that works with hospitals and in the healthcare field and stuff like that. I know it's a very tough, tough time, and I know the hospitals are full, but um, I was reading up on it a little today and not to harp on it, but the good news is, is that they said that the hospitals had 4% less occupancy today than it did yesterday. So I think we're, start, we're starting to see a little bit of uh, ground being made on it. And hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll be back to our normal lives. And some of us will be back to work, and a lot of us won't be sitting at home all day. So, Yeah, one thing that I, um, once again, all in fun, but one thing I've definitely gotten to enjoy are all the funny memes and all the other, all the funny pictures and everything that have started to pop up i know gold shared one with us the other day about someone who was on their quarantine journal i thought that was pretty funny Mm-hmm. yeah and i love the guy that's um watching the strippers on tv and throwing the money at the tv screen <laughs> yes i saw a picture of an older couple it said enjoying our cruise and they're both sitting there in like a robe with their feet up on the tv stand and there's just like a the constant video of the sand and ocean, and they've got a little fruit with a or a little drink with an umbrella. Just remember, the, Al the, Bundy the, always prepared for this because when he went on his vacation, all he did was was put two doggy gates in front of the couch and put on summer clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so Al Bundy was always speaking of lives. speaking of the memes. I got to give. Uh, because I just about cracked up just a little while ago while while being on here, because uh, Nate, our producer, posted a meme, and um, y'all probably know I'm a, I'm a big country music fan, and uh, today we lost Kenny Rogers. He was a country music singer, uh, singer, and he passed away. And uh, I see Nate posted a meme. Nate, you can chime in on this one. It says Kenny Rogers dipping in the middle of the apocalypse is the most no window fold 'em thing ever. <laughs> And I thought that was the funniest thing I'd seen in a while. I died. <laughs> it, I died. You I won't get that unless you know country music. So. <laughs> oh, I remember when that commercial came out during the Super Bowl, and they just played it over and over again, and everyone would get annoyed with him <laughs> <laughs> when they were playing poker, and they're like, "Really, yeah. Kenny? Really?" <laughs> so, yeah, I, I cracked so. up on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there, I cracked up been... on that. Been some good ones. I saw another one that I'll share with you real quick. It says, "Today is a very important day. It's January eighth, two thousand fifty-three, and this will be the first day that Johnny has to buy toilet paper. He had been using it from what his parents bought in two thousand twenty. 
did you guys see the weather woman meme where they had the wrong temperature on Thursday and they're like, fuck the coronavirus, we're already dead because it said 756 degrees on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're already dead anyway. So, <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Um, if you can't joke about it, I don't know who you are. I mean, this is just, I mean, people have lost family members and close ones and loved ones. It's just a, not a good situation, but we got to try to enjoy and make the best of it. And if you are, if you do have it, please stay inside. Uh, please keep in mind that, yes, it might not be, you might not have no symptoms. You might not be doing that bad off, but there are people that do have health issues. They cannot be around it, like my mother, for example. So, um, nonetheless, let's um, pass it over to Magic so he can kind of go over some of the news and notes of the week that we have. There's uh, been apparently a lot of them. All right, guys. So um, start off with everyone who has pre-ordered or got an order in with Ringside. Received an email recently talking about the Ringside delay. Um, and if you're into figures, you know that most of the figures come from, uh, I guess you could say, the Asian market. A lot of factories and retailers produce over there. So this is not a shock to me. Um, I know a lot of stuff said March, April to May. It's now saying June, July, August. So if you've got anything on pre-order or just order, don't expect anything super soon. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I ha I have a couple things on pre-order, and it's going to be affecting my collection for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've ordered recently. Um, I, I think I did pre order a couple things that that i got the email about but um yeah that, that was to be expected in my opinion I, I think that'll probably go for a lot of other websites as well yeah and and i think this is probably going to be the first delay that no one gets super pissed with them because they kind of actually understand all right let's see um <laughs> i haven't ordered anything but i did get find some stuff on the shelf and i got a couple birthday presents uh, but we'll get into that a little, in a little bit Okay, so another thing that popped up that no one knew about till we actually saw it, um, we all knew about the Hogan and Andre the Giant new Funko Pops that came out being the Walmart exclusives. What we didn't know is that a display was coming along with it, and it's centered around WrestleMania 3. There is a, a shirt that has Hogan and Andre. There's a lunchbox with Hogan and Andre. There's a pin set. The pins have Hogan, Andre. They also have uh, Macho Man and Steamboat. And then there's like a little box that opens up and looks like a wrestling ring. Have y'all had a chance to check out any of those? I've been looking for them. I haven't been able to find them. Um, I really want that lunchbox. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I probably want all of it because I think I've told y'all WrestleMania 3 is like one of my, if uh, probably is my favorite. Um. It has my favorite match and what I consider the best match. So I'm a huge fan of that. And they're, and all four of those competitors are all involved in all of this. I'm just surprised Hogan didn't shit himself when he slammed Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there have been other people that have slammed Andre. I, I know that. To all the listeners, I know there have been other people that slammed Andre. But... Hogan slammed Andre when he was at his heaviest and could barely move and could hardly 
help jump or flip, and Magic knows about this, and Nick as well, because uh, Magic's also been in the ring, you have to help a guy, right? You have to maneuver yourself and help a guy. You can't just go flat and be dead body weight. Definitely. So he slammed Andre at his heaviest when the dude could barely move and could barely help flip or, or maneuver. So you can say, oh, other people slammed Andre, but Hogan slammed Andre when nobody else probably could have done it. <laughs> That's true. Um, I've seen pictures. I haven't seen – I've yet to even see the – I did get, like, the Hogan because I ordered online from Walmart. But I've yet to even see the pops alone by themselves in the store. So I haven't seen this at all anywhere in my area. The only reason I have Hogan is because Chris Maddock was nice enough to send me one. Yeah, I think that's that's the only reason I got one because I actually want it from Chris. So I haven't seen them locally either. All right. So up next, guys, um, if you've listened to this, y'all know I'm a fan and a, a couple of us are pretty big fans of the loyal subject figures. Recently, I'm not sure where from or how. But the famous Target exclusive Roddy Piper set uh, that was actually supposed to come out before Wave 2, which was Ultimate Warrior, have started popping up on eBay, um, in Facebook groups, on Mercari. Um, and these have these not only have the Roddy Piper, but they also have some variants that are exclusive to that wave. Uh, kind of excited for me. I was able to jump on eBay and get four of them that I needed, um, the normal Roddy, and then the different Chase versions of Brock, Cena, and Roman. So I was pretty pumped. I would love to still get my hands somehow on the Chase Roddy, but I've yet to see that one. Uh, but these were known as the Lost Wave. They never hit retail. They, they were supposed to shortly after Macho Man, and they just never hit. I know I was able to send some of you guys a picture um, have y'all seen these at all anywhere or pop up anywhere? No. When you sent them, that was the first I saw them. Yeah, that was the first I, was, I had seen of them was that picture that you sent. So that's pretty cool. I'll definitely be on the lookout for them. Yeah, if they're cool. I mean, I'm a big Roddy fan, uh, so I think that's cool. And it's a pretty cool-looking little loyal subject if you've seen it. If not, uh, jump online, check it out. They are pretty cool. All right, so as we know, a lot of the wrestling world has had to go to um, no audience shows, whether they're live or not. Um, so I don't know if you all saw this. I kind of thought this was pretty funny and interesting and entertaining at the same time. Uh, WWE, I think maybe for once a, or for a rare once, took a situation and maybe capitalized on it. Have you all seen the... WWE WrestleMania I wasn't there t-shirt. I had I, I did I did. So when I first saw this start showing up on online and stuff I thought it was a a gag or a funny but this is actually released by WWE. You can order that shirt. And it's pretty cool. It's got the WrestleMania logo from this year except it's like WrestleMania I wasn't there. <laughs> I thought that was pretty uh, cool. Wow wow while we're on that topic, um, 
before we went live here right now, I posted up that we was you know taking questions for from some of our uh, Facebook members. That was actually one of them. So if you don't mind, I'll ask the question now, and I'll, and I'll get y'all's opinion and uh, on it since we're on the the topic of the shirt. And uh, Matt Matrani, he asked, uh, why do you think WWE would make such a stupid shirt as the one pictured here? And it was the picture of that, uh, you know, the I wasn't there shirt. He said, I find it very incentive to uh, to those who dreamed of going and sensitive to those who dreamed of going. What's your opinion on on the shirt itself? I think that. I don't think that that's what they meant at all. I think they're trying to make light of a situation. And I get his point when he says that there are a lot of people disappointed they can't go. But at the same token, I mean, this this pandemic could go on until June, July, August. So I think they're just trying to make light of a bad situation. Um, we know how vocal I am on my opinion that I feel it would have been better to reschedule it in the summertime. But at the same token, I get WWE is just trying to bring wrestling to people during this time. So I don't think it's a bad shirt. I think that they're trying to make a joke out of it, kind of like how we were just joking at the beginning of the show. Um, so I don't feel they meant any insensitivity by it. And I bet I'm sure they feel pretty bad that they're not able to put the real show on, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, my take on it, and once again, I'm sorry to anyone. I have not got to ever go to a WrestleMania in my life, so I would be super heartbroken if this was me as well. Um, but with that in mind, remember, there's still a business, guys, and if there's an opportunity to make some money while being lighthearted, and I think they even said, like, you're doing your part in staying home. Um, okay, if they want to say that, but obviously – it's a little way at, at money because they're going to be losing a lot of money with WrestleMania, even if it's just stream. They're they're going to be losing a lot. Uh, stocks hurting, so at this point, they probably got to do everything they can to try to make money wherever they can. Um, but but I have no problem with the shirt. I actually think it's a pretty novel idea for the situation being. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with both of you guys. But once again, let me let me reemphasize that all of us here definitely get it that if this was your dream and you were and this was the one WrestleMania you were going to go to um, and we were in your shoes, we would be 100 percent as devastated as y'all. So don't don't take it as we're saying, ha ha sucks to be you. But just on the shirt idea itself, and we are sorry for anyone who is going to miss out on WrestleMania. Like I said, I've never gotten to go. It's still a dream of mine. Um, you know, I'm the kind of guy who almost rather watches stuff on TV just because you get to see a better view. But at the same time, there's that that checklist of things you want to do, and seeing a WrestleMania live in person is definitely on my dream list. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Um, so with that being said, kind of on that same project, there is rumors that maybe they already have. I'm not sure. But that WWE will be taping all their shows, all, like currently, up until WrestleMania. So everything will be pre-taped. And, and I don't know if WWE said this, if it's just a rumor, whatever. Um, what's your take on that? that to me, it's uh, 
I always felt back in the day when stuff was taped, I was less interested because I always knew results. Even if I tried to stay away from spoilers, I still knew them. It's too hard with the internet and the way the world works today. <clears throat> but I will tell everyone and caution everyone, if you want to still be surprised, then just try to stay away from the rumor sites and certain Facebook places that maybe post, you know, spoilers. But I agree with you. And that's also why Nitro did so much better than Raw at certain periods in time, because theirs was live, whereas Raw's was taped. But even back then, it was more difficult to get spoilers. I think nowadays it's too easy, but I get why they're doing it because they want it to look better. And they want to edit things and maybe add things and maybe even put in pipe crowd noises and stuff. Maybe that's what their thought process is. And if they do do that, we'll still all watch it. So um, I think uh, I'm okay with it, but I'm going to definitely do my best to stay away from spoilers. So. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I, I think we're all going to be like our fellow admin Chris Maddock on this one because uh, I know he. I, I feel bad for him because I know he has a hard time, uh, you know, with spoilers on on pay per views with him being from Australia. But it's it's going to be tough to not know the outcome of these matches unless you, like David said, you just stay away from, basically stay away from your phone or you know wherever you get on Facebook at. You know, until you actually sit down and watch it. Obviously, I'll sit down and watch it regardless whether I know the outcome. But um, it's going it's going to be very tough to to not know what what had happened. You know, like um, I, I do think like Magic, I th- and I think you hit on it, Magic, a little while ago, it, or maybe you did, David. Um, it's going to give WWE the opportunity to go in and edit and. I guess do the best with the bad situation as they possibly can. So I understand their point of it. And I just, um, I, I know where they're coming from. So I, I can't be so mad about it. That, that's my opinion. Definitely. Um, it's tough guys. It's just a tough situation everywhere right now. So, um, nothing wrong with being upset about it. You're justified in being so, um, that's really kind of all I can say. Uh, but once again, let's try to try to escape that reality, and let, let's talk about uh, something else real quick. My last little piece. This uh, this news is for David Gold. <laughs> so, uh, David, do you know who Walter is? Walter. Walter. The wrestler. The wrestler. Yeah, of I'm trying. Well, I don't know why I'm going absent on it right now. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure. I do know who Walter is, but go on. So, Gold is definitely being silly with y'all. He knows who Walter is. But here it is, guys. So, Walter was recently interviewed and was asked, he, uh, I forget what media source, but they did their annual list of best wrestlers. Um, I think they had Okada number one and they had Walter number two. Yeah. They, they asked him if he agreed with it or who he thought was the best currently in the business and what do you think his answer was jericho not jericho um my opinion by the way you're leading into this question <laughs> i'm probably going to say brock lesnar that oh, is correct 
Oh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, Walter, you failed me. <laughs> he said he's currently. I, I no longer like Walter. <laughs> he is currently the best in the business. Uh, <laughs> anyway, not a big piece of news. Just had to bring that in for gold. And other than that, though, guys, that that looks like that will be uh, the end of the news and notes. Unless either of y'all have anything you'd like to talk about. I just want to say that that is not news. <laughs> no, look, Brock Lesnar, I liked him up until recently. Because <laughs> his run, I, I've told everyone this and I'll say it again, his run between 2001 and 2003 was just awesome. But uh, I'm just not a fan of the new can, Lesnar, but that's my opinion. It's, it's not news, but can I give a shout out to our uh, producer and, and give our page, our Facebook group, a little shout out. Um, Nate Maxson had his first uh, huge event ran the other night um, that David posted for him. So congratulations on that, Nate Maxson. Um, he had the graded 80 Series 8 red card Undertaker that filled in, what, less than 10 minutes, something like that, David? 15, but yeah, I guess it was a little less than that. It took it took the extra five minutes updating the spot. So yeah, about 10 minutes. It, David was updating as he goes through a uh, draft through. I don't know how he done that as fast as it was going, but so good job on that. <laughs> if I, if I, I was, my if I, too in that drive through and mad respect <laughs> to mad respect to David. Cause if I was doing it myself, I'd st- probably still be doing it right now <laughs> funny story i'm That's... like oh I'm, I'm like it didn't tag everybody in the um the, uh, the main post well, I'm updating can you tag the people nate and he's like how do i do that <laughs> i'm like <laughs> one thing one thing i will say about david and i i Again, guys, don't text when you're driving or update Facebook when you're driving. Um, but I will say riding with David and seeing how uh, how he can do that, it, it amazed me uh, riding to West Virginia with him. And he's steadily over there just typing away on his phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'd have been in run out the road and you know, been in another lane or something. Don't tell the <laughs> listeners that. <laughs> Again, I said, do not text and drive if you're listening to this, or do not update your Facebook status or, you know, an event <laughs> while you're driving. But uh, I guess uh, David stays so busy on the page, he really doesn't have much of a choice. So, Dustin, so, um, Dustin. We appreciate you, David. Don't listen to this part of the show, Dustin. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Here's he forgets to mention that the whole time my eyes never left the road, my hands were always on the steering wheel, except one. I have the ability to be able to do things with my hand without looking, <laughs> and that doesn't sound right. Oh boy, geez, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, I've been gold, if you to... gold, uh, this gold. might be the wrong platform to be bragging <laughs> hey, about. Hey, that. Hey. <laughs> Gold, I don't know, gold, gold really one. does always win. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but um, I told Nick, I, I reassured him. I was like, Nick, um, I'm going to be updating this thing real quick while we're heading down the road. Don't worry. I've got an ability to update without having to look at the phone. And then I showed him and he's like, wow. <laughs> 
he didn't seem that impressed then, but now he's super impressed. Um, <laughs> but um, no, and honestly, most of the time really going to West Virginia was spent on conference calls, which was really annoying. But um, nonetheless, um, yes, but uh, that was a great event. And to the listeners, I was at home in my underwear updating it. I was not on the road for that one. <laughs> I'm not that skilled, Nick. There's no way I would have been able to keep up with that one while I was driving. No way. <laughs> so, and all day event, yeah, sure, because, you know, you stop for lunch, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. So, um, nonetheless, all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And uh, when we return, we will kind of discuss some notes from the uh, events that we had. Uh, we'll announce the winner of the giveaway from Danny Cage and we will go from there so stay tuned if you're not in the asylum you need to head there for two reasons because I'm buff and because you got a chance to win this belt if you're the champ every single month I'm buff I'm the stuff and we are back listeners um we have we had a great giveaway um i think it was what three weeks ago give or take uh where the winner got a nice gorgeous um hasbro guide from the the legend danny cage uh nick uh would you like to announce how well that it went and who pulled out the victory yeah, yeah. First of all, again, thank you to Danny Cage for supplying this item, and uh, you know, donating it to the podcast here and, and to one lucky winner. And I do apologize for not announcing a winner as soon as we did, but we got a little sidetracked. We had a lot of stuff coming, you know, that's happened here recently. But um, I, I'm taking a page out of Magic's um, book that he done the other the other week on our podcast and i'm gonna run it live right here i've already uh put the names in the randomizer and i won't bore you guys with going through each and every one of them because we had a slew of them that uh that was uh that participated and sent in the pms for us so um i'm just gonna spin it i'm i'm actually doing it right now and i do it i'm doing it like we normally do on our facebook group which is going off of the 10th click and I'm actually halfway there now. And again, guys, just a, another shout out to Danny and this whoever wins this, you're gonna see. It's it's an amazing book, an amazing guide. If you if you're a Hasbro collector, you're definitely gonna enjoy it. So we're on the ninth click. So the next time I click this, the name at the top is going to be the winner. Oh wow. And I'm- <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not you, John, but I do want to give a big congratulations to the winner, which is actually uh, somebody that I uh, I got the privilege of, uh, of hanging out with the other week. So congratulations to Josh Blevins. Josh, I know, is a loyal listener on the uh, podcast. So, Josh, Woo! you are the winner. Uh, congratulations, brother. I will be sending you this Danny Cage guide to the Hasbros. I'll be sending it to you totally free. Um, so there you go. Again, I want to thank everybody that did submit the PMs 
to us and uh, take the time to participate. Unfortunately, only one winner, and that lucky winner is the Repo Man, Mr. Josh Blevins. Congratulations, brother. And this does not come with chocolate milk. Sorry. <laughs> it does not come with chocolate milk. I, I, I couldn't offer that, so I apologize for that. Loved him some chocolate milk. So, congratulations. Yeah, I've never Josh, seen anybody man. drink. I, I've never seen anybody drink chocolate milk like Josh. It's breakfast. It's right before bed. It's it's lunchtime. Uh, he loves him some chocolate milk. That is definitely for sure. He he's a big uh, fan of the chocolate milk. I see, huh? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know there is there's one thing um, that I have to say. Because of him hitting it, because of Josh Blevins winning, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and say it right now, and this is for him winning. I feel like going to steal something right now. <laughs> Funny thing, I asked I asked Josh Blevins one time. Um, as we all know, he's a tow truck operator. And that's why Repo Man is his favorite wrestler. I said, hey, when you're – if y'all know Re- Repo Man, he always snuck around. Even though he's like a Repo Man, but he'd be sneaky. I said, when you're picking up cars, do you sneak around the car? <laughs> and I, I think he said, he said he did not because he didn't want the cops called on him or something like that. But if y'all ever get a chance, just watch the Repo Man theme song. It's uh, quite entertaining. I, I do want to say – Going. I do want to. I do want to say, and um, you know, I never have favorites in these events, especially these free events. I'm just glad when people participate. But I spoke with Josh the other night, and he is one that's being affected by this virus. Uh, with him being a repo man, he's not having a lot of work, and unfortunately, he had just got back to work, so it's kind of a double uh, slap in the face to him. So hopefully, this guy, Joshua, it's you know, it's it's not a lot, but you know. It'll perk you up a little bit, buddy. So hopefully it's something that'll uh, brighten your day. Definitely, I'm glad he'll. I'm sure he'll be um, super happy about it. And you know, try not to steal anything though, Blevins. They don't have any toilet paper left for you to take. So, but I bet he's stocked up on his chocolate milk. You get that if nothing else, I bet. <laughs> oh yeah, full fridge and nothing but chocolate milk. <laughs> Congratulations, Mr. Blood. <laughs> so, so, um, what was you guys' thoughts on um on uh, Wednesday when um well, of course, Raw was to an empty audience, and so was SmackDown, and AEW had their show Dynamite on Wednesday, and um, I'm sure you guys saw it. There was some big debuts on the show. What was your thoughts on how AEW handled it, and? What did you think of the two guys that showed up? Um, my opinion, I uh, I felt and I felt that it looked like that AEW was more loose with their show, and and in a good way. Um, to me, it looked like they just went they they went into the mindset of saying we're just going to have our show. Regardless whether there's nobody in the crowd or or what, we're going to do what we had planned, and I think it it worked well in my opinion. Um, they they did bring and 
you know, we're talking a few days ago, so this is no spoiler now, but they had the, uh, you know, some of the stars that come out and acted and portrayed as the crowd. I thought that was an, a pretty neat little little gimmick that they had going on out there, and it, you know, brought something to the show. Um I mean, of course, they had good wrestling. They had good promos. Chris Jericho, in my opinion, is still one of the best, if not the best, when it comes to promos and being on the mic. He can always carry a segment regardless if nobody's in the crowd. Um, I will say, and, and I probably in the uh, – it's an unpopular opinion um, – but I, I mean, obviously, I was glad to see that Matt Hardy showed up and and Luke Harper, which is is Brody Lee. I, I was glad to see them show up, but I do wish they would have. I, I, I would have loved to have seen the pop with the crowd pop, you know, had they showed up with a crowd there. Um, obviously, I, I know they probably had to go ahead and do it because we don't know when when that would have been, you know. Um, but if they could have held off uh, on bringing them back, I would have liked it a little bit better just because of, you know, them debuting. I can imagine how the crowd reaction would have been, but, um, all in all, it was a great show. In my opinion, I think WWE should take some notes and, uh, cause I think that AEW episode has so far blown anything I've seen Raw or SmackDown do without an audience. And again, that's just my opinion. So, But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great episode. What did you think, Magic? Um, I thought I thought they did do uh, really well. I think, um, I think they were able to probably learn a couple things from WWE. And, and honestly, with wwe situation i don't think wwe did bad either but i think they were able to as much as they probably would say they don't they were able to see what wwe did and maybe focus on some of the weak points from it and be able to fix it um a little more maybe with the with the crowd aka the other workers and all that so but overall i thought it was pretty good i liked the the luke harper AKA new name Brody Lee coming in, or I should, I guess I should say new old name. Um, it's, a it's a little, um, let's see, what am I trying to think? I don't know. It, that, that right now is at a very pivotal point because bringing him in, I think it's, it goes one of two ways. It's either going to super flop or super, uh, you know, super do good. Um, and then Matt Hardy, obviously there wasn't much to his return, but when you're Matt Hardy, you don't need much for your return, right? His appearance is enough. Um, if y'all get a chance, go back, watch the episode. Just like Nick was saying how, um, Jericho still continues to excel, which I 100% agree with. Watch his facial expressions as, uh, Matt Hardy appears and, and that just, that made me pop to the highest because Jericho just nails it. Jericho's about good at everything he does. And um, I think AEW might have – he might be their most important signing they've had. I know that sounds easy, but I don't know how they would do without him. I guess that's a better way. But all in all, I was happy with the show. I thought they did real well. 
All I can say is Judas in my mind. <laughs> um, only Neil you'll see out there. They're singing this freaking theme song. Freaking amazing. Um, yeah, I, you know, I brought this up. I was watching these shows because the crowd sings that song. And then when it's over, they go, Fozzie sucks. Fozzie sucks. Yeah, yeah, I love it. He's like, he's, they love him so much, but at the same time, they're like, yeah, it's like the Kurt Angle now, you know, where like he embraces the, and you know, the Angle sucks, you suck, you know. Now he loves it. Um, did you did you guys see that episode of Raw where um I'm sure almost you have where Angle comes out and they're like you suck and he's like we're gonna try this again and he goes to the back and they play the theme again <laughs> yes. and they do it again and then he keeps doing it for like four times and he's like screw it and comes out with no theme and the crowd still goes you suck <laughs> <laughs> i mean he just played i mean angle was like a legend with that playing to the heel heck yeah it. man heck yeah well when he came back you know he he embraced it and like it wasn't as great but the fans weren't really doing the you suck because they hated him like they used to now it's just because we have to do it now because it's a part of your theme. So, um, right, it's kind of like you know, in the same way now, Cena, Cena also embraces the Cena sucks. Same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now you can't do it without it. John Cena sucks. I do it too. <laughs> I mean, but I really think he does suck. But anyway, um. yeah, we already know. You've told us all that John Cena. You know, tied for most um, championships ever is nothing more than a jobber in David great, Gold's eyes. <laughs> greatest human being in the world, honestly, but re- I just can't stand him in terms of the wrestling show. But outside of that, he's he's one of the greatest humans you can ever meet. But um, in terms of freaking, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, jobber. jobber. <laughs> no, I don't really think he's a jobber. Come on now. But at the same token, I think. And you can't blame just him. I mean, it, that's the, just the way WWE went. But I will always, always have a, a hole in my heart for what they changed wrestling to because of Cena. But anyways, um, yeah, the, the show was awesome. Um, what they did, I think you're right, Magic. Kind of like um, opening a store and you saw another store that had the same product just with different things and you went in and um, kind of edited or made better what you felt was incorrect and put in the, the talent in the crowd was actually pretty good. Um, Matt Hardy doesn't matter. The dudes embrace that gimmick. Broken shit is just epic. And if done correctly, it really doesn't get stale if you do it appropriately. And, and Matt has embraced it. And unfortunately Vince did not. So um. Now, now you're going to see if AEW is going to take that ball and run with it. So, um, Brody Lee, I think that's great. Um, he, I don't know. I don't. They honestly never gave him a chance to speak on the mic, so I really don't know what his promo skills look like. But at the same token, I do love Jake as a mouthpiece. Um, I think that'll be good. Jake is one of the the best with promos, so I really do like the direction they're going. Um, and now you're talking. You're talking about Lance Archer with that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, Lance Archer too, but I think they should put him with Brody Lee too. That's what I meant. I apologize. Um, oh, I, I got gotcha, you. I, gotcha. I think they should put Jake with him. Um, as an Archer, yeah, Archer's great with Jake. 
but I've never really seen Lee on the mic. But maybe he will be good. Maybe because WWE didn't really let him talk because he's with Bray. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is really good on the mic, and I'll change my mind quickly when he starts doing more promos. So. Well, one thing that I thought was kind of amusing, and I don't know if y'all picked up on it, but, you know, uh, so when he made his appearance or when he was first talking and Brody Lee was talking to uh, the fallen angel, what's his name? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. Um, Chris Daniels. I see you guys. I can't remember. Nate, do you remember his name? Chris Daniels. That's yes, Chris it. Daniels. Yeah. Sorry, thank you, Nate. So, uh, yeah, so you know the the they all say Chris Daniels is an old man, uh, and he is up there in wrestling years. Um, but one thing that Brody Lee said, and if y'all go back and watch it, he goes, he said something like, "Go ahead, you're not the first old man who's doubted me and my capabilities." Obviously, that's a yeah. jab at Vince. <laughs> Definitely, as it should be. But he didn't do bad. He he had a little work on the mic then. Now I'm, it was pre-recorded, and so you can edit and make it sure. But that wasn't too bad. Yeah, I mean maybe once he's you know once he really starts you know because I mean like I said they had Bray on the mic all the time and Bray's one of the best on the mic in the industry right now. So um, once with you with Bray on the mic, you didn't really need to have Harper and Rowan talk, you know. So and they only gave him like little snippets and stuff, you know. Where he's just like, follow the buzzards. You know, that's all he really, really would say. But um, I think once he really starts getting into the promos, I think I'll change my mind. But I think they should put Jake with him as well. So, Well, we'll find out right now. He's the exalted one. So he's kind of the leader. He's, I think he's going to have to talk. Yeah. So, I mean, nonetheless, I think AEW did benefit from watching what Raw did first. And went in and picked up from it. And I think uh, they're making the best of a situation where it could be worse and we could have no wrestling at all. So I do appreciate what they're doing. So definitely, um, definitely. But um, I am uh, still one of the ones that feels like I, I would think that a summertime, I, I honestly feel like WrestleMania should be in the summer anyway. So that's just my opinion. But. I really do feel like they should move WrestleMania to June every year anyhow. But I know that kind of interferes with SummerSlam, so I get it. So um, I get why they have it in April typically. But for those of us older people, we know that WrestleMania used to be in March. <laughs> you know, Right. It got later and later every year. <laughs> so maybe by the time we die, it will be June. Right, right. You know how like, the Super Bowl is going to get later and later now, too, because they added all those weeks to the season. But... Um, you know, and they added an extra game, and now they've also added an extra wild card team. So now the Super Bowl is going to be like in March now. <laughs> so, um, that's eventually what's going to happen. We're going to have, you know, because it went, it used to be like the first week of March, it was the second week of March, third week of March, and now it's like the first week of April. And it's like, what the hell happened to March? <laughs> right. Hey, let me jump in. So I know I gave my, uh, I, I told about me earlier. Have either of y'all, um, got to go to a WrestleMania live or is that something y'all would like to do or are y'all on the, I would just rather watch it on TV. What's y'all's take on that? 
Um, my I've never personally got to go to one. Um, obviously, yeah, I would love. I mean, I would love to go to one, but it would have to be the right circumstances. You know, I'm not too pushed at, at going to one live. I've always enjoyed, you know, kicked back with my couple beverages and and enjoy watching it on TV. But right. you know, if we can get in a, in a solemn crowd there, I'd, I'd definitely definitely be on board. I know we've talked about it, but we've never really set in stone about doing it. But um, I've never been to one, but I definitely would love to go to one if we could get a uh, you know a group of us to go and 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 enjoy that whole week and and, and weekend. I oh, think it'd yeah, be pretty fun. Sure. I've been to like pay-per-views and I've been to Raw's. I've been to a um, Nitro when I was a kid. Um, I've been to, but I've never been to a WrestleMania either. Um, but I've wanted to go, but um, at the same token, it's just never really worked itself out. It seems like every year there's an obstacle. And of course this year is another one. So I think last year would have been our best opportunity because it was in Jersey, which isn't that far from a lot of us. In your case, right. Magic it is. But um, I think last year would have been a great opportunity. But And next year it's going to be in California. So I don't know how how we're going to get that one together. But um, Have they um, – and because I know y'all, y'all looking in the stadiums more than I do – where they have, but have they had one at the Cowboys Stadium yet? Because I can see that being a possibility if they yeah. haven't. Oh, uh, they did. They did. Like the they first, did. the first year it was open. Because remember Jerry and Vince. I don't know if they're like best buddies, but they're they're good acquaintances, I guess. They're in that millionaire club together, or billionaire club, whatever you want to call it. WrestleMania Thirty that was an AT and T Stadium. I think so. Yes. That was WrestleMania 32. Sorry, 32 was at AT AT&T Stadium. And there's also there was one in Houston not too long ago. Yeah, was that third? Which was that? That wasn't 30. That was a more recent one, right? That was, I know 17 was in Houston. It was at the Reliant Astrodome. Uh, 35 was at. um, No wait. 32 was Dallas. 25 was um, Houston, too. So, and then the Royal Rumble was at Houston. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the last WrestleMania was 25 at Houston. Let's see. Um, I know 17 was at the Reliant. 32 was AT&T. Yeah, you're right. Back in 09, that was Houston. God, time flies, guys. Sorry. I thought it was just a couple of years <laughs> that ago. That was the 25th anniversary. That was a good WrestleMania. Wasn't that um, the triple threat main event? Um, was it Cena, Orton, and HBK? Or no, was that? Uh, no, it was just Triple H and Randy Orton. And then I know uh, JBL was wrestling. Was it for the IC belt or the um, U.S. title, I think? <sighs> yeah, I can't remember. And I think um, Jericho, did, was that the one where Jericho lost to Fandango or no? That was too soon. I think that, Taker that, wrestled that was, Edge. That was 29 when Jericho yeah. lost. Yeah. And Taker wrestled Edge for the world title. Right. And I think CM Punk was wrestling for the ECW belt in 09. If I can remember correctly, that was a lot. It seems like so long ago now. And so far, all we I think all they have is 2021 is in Inglewood, California. 
Yeah. Um, and that's as far as in the future we have so far, I believe. Yeah, they only do one year ahead and, now. And I'm asking that question, guys. I'm I'm as far as you could go from being a Cowboys fan, but uh, it, that's the only way that I see we could get up with Magic because he's in Texas. So uh, that's why I asked that question. I, oh, you know, I think that would be a possibility for all. You might get, yeah, uh, well, that's... get an Arizona or a Louisiana one. Well, you might. if I, I still think at some point they're going to try to hit Las Vegas up also. Yeah, he'll go to Vegas. Especially with that new uh, Raider with... stadium. Yeah. Yep, that's what I was getting ready to say. Yep, you're exactly right. And guys, Oh, that not... was the year Punk won the money in the bank was 25. That's right. Okay. I just wanted to think about it for a minute. And, you know, I, I, I said it earlier, honestly, I'd rather watch it on TV because I don't think I would afford or have seats good enough to really enjoy it. But it's the it's the fact that I think if you're a wrestling fan, it, you got to try to at least hit one WrestleMania in person. Oh, well, oh, well, um, Magic, if we go, we'll do an asylum thing and we'll barbecue in the parking lot for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, now, uh, the closest I've been is I've been to a Royal Rumble and a Hell in, Hell in a Cell. Those are my two big ones that I've been to in person. Nice. And they, they were both in San Antonio, which is about an hour, hour and a half up the road from where I'm at. I've only been to a backlash pay-per-view and that was uh the day after I got married we was going on our anniversary trip and stopped off at that pay-per-view in Richmond, Virginia. The day after you got married, is that what you said? I got married that Saturday, the pay-per-view was that Sunday and uh so we left pretty much from getting married and went straight to Richmond, stayed the night and went to that pay-per-view. That's the a only lot. pay-per-view I've ever been to. Is well, God bless you, Mrs. Francis. Yeah. you event after we get married. <laughs> I tell you what, she did the right thing by saying I do, because if she was willing yep. to do that the day after, she's definitely a keeper. Well, that was the only circumstances of me saying I do was you know for the pay-per-view <laughs> to be the next day for us oh, to. Oh, Nick go. was that guy that was like. All right, so I need somebody to go. I have an extra ticket. I can't go because I'm getting married. And oh, she'll be in that white dress. <laughs> he sends the person to go to the event. <laughs> right. Uh huh. That that was the one key thing, huh, Nick? Like we'll get married if we can go to. Yeah, that's what the. You know, since we're since we're on the uh, subject of Nick Francis. Um, What's the update on the Nick Francis calendar? Is it is it still in production? It's uh, we're uh, we're taking pictures. I submitted them to David Gold on his birthday. I don't know if he got them or not. But, uh, David Gold photography. We, uh, yeah, the David Gold photography. He's the one that's you know handling all that. Um, so I'll have to let him give you an update. But I, you know, I done my part by taking the picture anyway. January is the picture with Buff. We already had that picture done. <laughs> but that one's already done we got january january done so small small plug we can uh once we're complete it will be added to the asylum wrestling store.com so so keep on the lookout for that <laughs> we're, All right, gonna guys. Have, we're gonna have magical pancakes for one of the months <laughs> 
So, so while we're here, why don't we go ahead and hit that up? What is y'all's take on the whole? Um, I know we kind of talked about it earlier for people who don't get to go, but how successful do y'all think WrestleMania will be streaming only? Uh, it's kind of tough to. I mean, I feel like we're all gonna bitch about it, but we're gonna watch. So I think it'll be just as successful as it would normally because let's be real. People can't be out Saturday night and Sunday night now with this stuff going on. So I think it's going to be even bigger because of that. Um, So I think it's going to be pretty damn good successfully wise. Um, I don't know, but I I think it's going to be one of those things where even if we don't like it, we're going to sit there and watch it. So that's just what we do. We're wrestling fans. So and we've seen some bad shows. I mean, we've seen some bad yeah. shows. Um, <laughs> I mean, just think of WCW 2000, and we've seen some bad shows. Um, and we still watched. Um, I mean, we. It, I, I. Yeah, I think I think it'll be. I think their subscribers will jump. I think they're going to give a free month to people who are joining. So. A lot of people are going to sign up that never did before or haven't in a while because it's free, you know. So I think they're going to get a lot of viewership. And I think we're going to be busy watching it ourselves. And I think on Saturday night and Sunday night, us in the asylum, we're going to be busy in chats and enjoying ourselves. So I think that's what's going to happen. Even if it's bad, we're just going to enjoy our company with our friends and our members and brotherhood, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think the main thing that somehow, and I don't know how they're going to have to do since it's going to be pre-recorded, is the whole spoiler issue. You know, trying to somehow not get stuff leaked out. I think that will help. That will benefit them a lot. Um, like you know, I echo what David said. I'm I'm definitely going to watch. I'm looking forward to it. The more and the more and the more that I look at the uh, the card, the more excited I get about it. Um, and I think with them pre-recording it, they'll. I mean, it's WWE. It's Vince McMahon. They got. They're gonna have you know with it being pre-recorded, they will have something extravagant planned. It's not going to be your boring what you're seeing on TV now. Um, they, they got something up their sleeve. They're not going to go into this with, you know, a, without a perfect game plan. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to watch. Like David said, we're going to have group chat, so it'll make it that more interesting to, you know, kick back, watch it with uh, a couple of you members mm-hmm. and uh, and talk about it and discuss it. And So I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know, I, I, I thought about it, not to interrupt you, Magic, because I know you're going to give your take. But I just thought about it. What was the – you gentlemen know the biggest reason why stuff leaks, right? It's recorded and there's fans. So thinking about it, there's not going to be any fans in attendance unless someone who works for the show or a pr- promoter or a wrestler leaks it. It sh- mm-hmm. shouldn't be leaked. Yeah, I, I can see Vince – I mean, they're going to do something to not have it leaked out. I don't know how, uh, but I don't see it being leaked out too much i mean it's gonna be tough i'm actually i'm 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 not gonna say excited but i'm looking forward to seeing how they pull it off well i think wrestlemania is actually still going to be live i think it's all the shows up to wrestlemania will be recorded oh okay Um, 
I mean, I could be wrong on that, but I think that's how they're doing it. Um, and you know what? I mean, remember, I try to be optimistic. I try to stay positive. I don't have time for negative in my life and certain things. So when I see this, I do try to look at the, the good side. And uh, one thing that is kind of, I guess, I'm happy about at least. I mean, it's still WrestleMania. I know it's going to be different, but it's still like the coolest thing in wrestling in the year. And the other thing is the fact that they split it up into two nights on top of the fact that, like y'all said, no one can leave their house right now. We can't, there's not much you can do outside. So that is cool or a good thing in the current situation, in my opinion, at least. I think it'll be cool because it'll be, you know, obviously it's not going to all be amazing stuff that we're just going to love, but it will be two nights of entertainment for us while we're at our house, at least. Yeah. And that's one thing that I do got to give WWE and, and all wrestling like AEW credit for is, you know, we're all big sports fans. And I know speaking for us three and, and four, cause I know Nadia as well, you know, we all like our football and, and basketball and stuff like that. At least WWE is trying to do the best they can with the, the awful situation that we have in front of us. So, you know, you Definitely. got to give each and every one of them credit for that. And, uh, um, so I, I can't knock any. I mean, if if it turns out to be a bad show, I mean, I, what can you really say negative about what they're trying to do for us anyway? Right, definitely. Oh, absolutely. So, all right, gentlemen. I think uh, we'll take our final break, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, finish up the show with some questions from our listeners and. Uh, we can finish this up with some thoughts and we'll be right back. Woo! Have you ever been excited to photograph your figures only to be disappointed? Fuck! These pictures suck! Don't worry, I got you, bro. Call David Gold's figure photography. Sexy. Get the picture you need of your figures. Stovetop. Off-centered on carpet. Nice stuff, bro. You name it, David does it. Sexy. PM David Gold to schedule a consultation today. And we are back, and we have some questions from the listeners that Nate is going to ask us and, and we're going to give our honest and, and truthful and whether they're hilarious or not opinions. Uh, Nate, which questions do you have for us today? Well, as the mean Gene Okerlund of the Asylum Wrestling Podcast, I will ask the first question. Two of them came from the post that uh, Nick Francis gave us earlier in the evening and the other two were from some, uh, some PMs that I got. So Matt Matrani wants Ooh. to know... Will WWE change multiple titles at WrestleMania? Mm. I'll let you start, Magic. Mm. I okay. think. I think yes. Um, I uh, think, and and the reason I say yes um, is one. I think that is obvious, which you never know. Uh, it could. It, they could be throwing us for a wrench, but I think everyone thinks, um, well, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, is Goldberg walking out of there 
with the belt still? No, <laughs> I agree there. Nah. All right, so so there's one. Um, Lesnar will probably retain, I think. Lesnar. This is taken away from our predictions, though. Here. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, I think between all the women's championship, at least one is changing. I agree. Uh, I think maybe even possibly both. Yeah. Um, so I think just between those, that's that's multiple. So that that's why I think. What do y'all think? Yeah. I think well, the IC said, belt but... changed too. There's no way they're keeping that on Zane. It ain't happening. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he, does, he, he doesn't have an opponent as of right now, does he? No, but I think he will. I think something will happen with the IC belt, and I just don't see him keeping it. But I could be wrong. Maybe they're giving him a push. Who knows? Right. I agree with you guys. Um, I think WWE is going to continue the show just as they normally would. Uh, I think I, I, I'm feeling that's why Matt uh, Matrani, I think you said, asked this question. I think he had the mindset of with it being a taped show, possibly, with they actually change titles, and I think they will. I think they'll just continue like it's going to go normal. I think we'll have probably two or three title changes at least. And... Um, I won't go into detail, but I, I agree with pretty much everything you guys say it. All right. What about I, – I, I agree. I think there will be multiples. All right. So the next question is um, almost more a riddle than a question. Our friend Josh Blevins <laughs> – congrats, Josh, by the way, on winning earlier in the show – Josh asks, considering we all know gold always wins, when gold loses, when gold loses the contest amongst you three, will he actually be the winner? It's sort of a reverse contest, so by losing, he actually wins, I believe. This is, this is a query. This is, this is fun. This is, and and let me go ahead and jump in. I think, I think Mr. Blevins is on to something. Um, because if, if y'all have been listening, you've heard me say, remember winning doesn't matter in this. There's only one. And with that, David gold always wins mentality that he will take forever with him. I think he realizes he has to be the loser to win. (laughs) (laughs) This is, that's just (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Josh. I don't, I don't even know what to show. I don't want to typically do. Like, I don't. I don't even know what I have to do if I lose. So why would I want to lose? It could be wear a redskin jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I want to do something like that? <laughs> and I hope I didn't give you fuckers ideas just now. Damn it! <laughs> so hopefully, magic would never let me make me do that. But anyways, um, guys, what what about this? Um, what about if we have – what if we make a post on the page and ask for ideas from our members? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> as doesn't bad mean as we I have hate to say them. this, I, as bad as I hate to say it, I think that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think we're us. doing it. I think we're doing it. Oh, you can post it, Magic. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> 
Am I going to have to, like, get on the video and sing that theme song that Mad, uh, Z-Man put with my uh, birthday video? Golden showers. I kept getting PMs from people going, that should be your gimmick. Golden showers. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, like, you can go around saying you're going to give people golden showers. I'm like, that's not going to go very well on TV, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't that's that's even worse than what well, maybe during the attitude era that might have worked, who knows? But nowadays that gimmick would not work. Maybe in the indies it might work. Because Joey I'm Ryan loving, with people's with his dick, so I am loving this guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> I bet you are. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Oh god. <laughs> this is gonna be funny. <laughs> Are you posting it now as we speak? No, no, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. Mm-hmm. He's scheming. Okay. He's scheming. So to answer your question, Josh Blevins, depending on what it is, I don't think I will be the winner if I lose. But I kind of get what you're saying because that means I would actually be the one person that lost. So in theory, yes, that would make me the winner, I guess. Winning at what? Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I won. So, anywho, what else you got for us, Nate? Well, between Gold and Blevins, my brain has just been tied in a knot. So I'm going to read this question (laughs) from a Facebook message that I got. It is, what is the best Hasbro line, red or green? Oh, (laughs) jeez. Oh man, Magic, you can start because we already know what your answer is. Now hold on a second. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm gonna have to take a pause and think about this. Now now correct me. I just want to make sure I heard you right, Nate. The question is what is the best series between the red and green series? Yes, is that is, correct? We are talking Christmas here. Red and green. Okay. Um Well, holy crap. Um so here's the thing. Let me go ahead and step in. If we are talking strictly on value, um, as far as collecting for value and and uh, money, I think you have to go green. Now, if we are talking about fandom um wrestling in general i think you have to go red now when you ask me oh that's like some so two of my top two favorite figures uh and, and i don't have a favorite in hasbro to be honest guys i have i have a handful that i call my favorite um but up there is of course as y'all all know series eight taker with cloak the red card and the one, two, three kid. Um, I also love the Brett in the red. I also really like the Bam Bam. And but at the same time, I also really like both Yokos. Oh, that one's tough. I would probably have to lean to my final answer. No more lifelines. <laughs> Going with <laughs> He's suffering over there. (laughs) The 100% can't back away from answer of 
is... <laughs> gosh, gosh, guys, this is tough. Hey, hey, before you make your decision, let me ask you a question, Magic. How many Hall of Famers are in Series 8, and how many Hall of Famers are in Series 11? Well, well, like I said, if we're talking about wrestling, it's a, it's a easy series eight, easy. I mean, um, I mean, you, and, and I guess you can say one, two, three kid is getting inducted with the NWO, but and was with DX, so he's in twice. I guess you could yeah, say he, he's a two timer, but you Bret could Hart's say a that, but he's not in as the one, two, three kid either. But anyways, Bret Hart's um, a two timer also, though. So yeah, and Bam Bam's not in, which is a travesty. And uh, Taker's not in. He will be, though. That's obvious. Oh, yeah, that's obvious. Uh, He's a first ballot. <laughs> he probably could go in three times at all his gimmicks. <laughs> all right, so here's what I've got to... I just got to leave it how it is, guys. If we're talking toys, green. If we're talking wrestling, red. If you're talking to me... One, two, three, kid, and Taker are pretty even in my book. Um, obviously, I have more Takers because it's not as expensive as the kid. Um, but I do have more kid MOCs than I do Taker MOCs. <sighs> well, that just makes you a smart man. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's when you, when that's, you die, you have an insurance policy. Um, that is that is my answer. Toys green, wrestling red. Yeah, but you have to pick one. But then, no, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm a good going, question. I understand the rarity part that you're going with, Magic, but I'm still, I'm still going to go all day, Series Eight, all day long. Best Red Heart they made out of out of the bunch. His attire is freaking amazing, Mister Perfect. I mean, awesome figure. Bam Bam Legend Yokozuna in his red and black attire, which I always enjoyed better. Because if you remember correctly, he was more so in his white and black attire when he was actually worse and, and jobbing. Mm-hmm. Then you have, I mean, you, you just you have Undertaker in his cloak. Fucking awesome figure. Series 11 is mostly jobbers and a repaint. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honest. And, and look, I'm not, when I say jobber, I would be blessed and honored to be a jobber. Okay. I am not saying that as an insult to anybody that has ever worked in the WWF or WWE ring. I would be honored to be a jobber and lucky to have even made it that far to job. So to any gentleman or any wrestlers that are considered jobbers, you are just as important as anyone else. So when I say that, I mean it as not an insult, but more so as they weren't really given opportunities in their careers. Other than Billy yeah. Gunn, who kind of excelled outside of his tag team partnership. And, of course, Yoko had his WWF title runs. But mm-hmm. I, I say this that lovingly. Series 8 demolishes Series 11. And if I was a smart kid, I would have probably 20 mocks of every single green card there is. Because they were in the 3 for 10 bin for years. And I never picked them up. And I, and I want to go back and beat the shit out of myself. Oh boy, here here comes gold in his three by ten bins again. Series eight, and you you wish you could go to the three for ten bin too. Anyways, (laughs) that's a good question. 
that's a good question, Nate, um, or whoever uh, PM'd it to you, Nate. Um, uh, I'm torn, and I'm about like magic. Um, personally, the out of the two sets, I do own a complete green set series eleven, but. I will say, just to make it short and sweet, I would love, I'm lacking probably about, I'm lacking a taker, a Bam Bam, and a Brett from completing my red card series. And if I had to just line both of them up and choose one, I would have to go with the red card series. Um, Again, I, I... Agree with everything that David said. Uh, you got an Undertaker, a Bret Hart, Luger, perfect, bam, bam. It's an amazing series, and honestly, it's probably my favorite series out of out of all of them. So I would, again, to make it short and sweet, I would have to go with the Red Card series. And we all know the best. And, and this would be a tough question, and maybe saved for another day. Um, what is the best Hasbro made? And as Magic said, he probably wouldn't be able to pick one. But I already know what my best Hasbro ever made would be. And that would be Macho Man and his entrance attire. So, but that's my choice. So. You got anything else for us, Nate? I do. One more question. Who is your favorite current wrestler? Hmm. Wow, that's a tough one. That's a, yeah, that is very tough. Do you want to start magic? Uh, my favorite current wrestler. Um, that is a tough one. And I'm gonna let's go ahead and uh, I know it's not in his question, but let's let's lay down the no part time rule. Meaning that's that's the way I would determine it. Yes. Yeah, like no Undertaker, no Goldberg, because those, you know, those guys are not full-time wrestlers. Right. I, I would think more of guys who are doing that grind. Um, okay, so my favorite, and when I say favorite, God, that that's that can be taken so many ways too. Are you talking about the one who I like? Their work the best, the overall. Um, right now, I would have to say it's tough. So when it comes to wrestling, I'm probably and and he's he's old, but he's still full time. I'd probably have to lean with AJ Styles, and not necessarily uh, like my favorite. Like I'm the biggest mark, but I think he's the best in-ring slash kind of promo. I think he's stronger in-ring. But I think that guy can go in with anyone, and we'll find out at WrestleMania for sure, and put on an amazing match. Um, With that being said, I'll give a little bonus. My up-and-comer future guy right now in my pick is uh, Adam Page out of AEW. I'm uh, excited for him. I think he's got a lot of potential, and I see a lot of upside in him. Yeah, I, I like that. That yeah, I like. Um, 
I'm I'm usually a sh- shorter response than David is, so <laughs> um, it's a tough question. It's hard to go against AJ Styles, I will say, but uh, honestly, and I know a lot of people probably don't like him and will have flaws with him, and uh, I'm a big, if I just had right off the top of my head, had to spit out an answer, I'm a big Kevin Owens guy. Uh, I I think he's amazing when it comes to promos. I think, um, you know, he's not your big, bulky Braun Strowman type guy, but his in-ring work is amazing. Um, I would would love to see KO get another WWE title run. I think when – I think he would, you know, do very, very well with it. I would I would have to say Kevin Owens right now. I know he's not in no big, great storyline at the moment, um, but that's who I would pick. Just off the top of my head, I, I could I would have to really sit down and think about that one. That's a, a great question, but but I'm a big K- KO guy. I don't think that's and, a bad and I, answer, and, Nick. And I do like John, which throwing out Adam Page. That's he, he's I would. That's a great bonus toss in right there. I can see exactly what you're saying and um, about him. So, David, I'll let you take it from there. Again, my, my pick would be Kevin Owens. My favorite right now is a guy who enjoys pancakes and has a great personality and gets on my last nerve, the Warsaw. Hell yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Guys, if y'all don't know him, look him up. You'll probably can't find him, but he's awesome. Yep, he's one of the best, man. One of the best ever to grace the ropes. I, I um, heard he's doing an empty arena match soon. Yes, he is. I might get in the ring with him one day. Who knows? Um, no, but in all seriousness, um, uh I, I'll do up and comer first. I'll say Velveteen Dream as my up and comer. Um, the guy that. is just freaking amazing. He's good on the mic. He can do anything in the ring. He can work with anybody. Not very many people can grace a Hulk Hogan outfit and get away with it. Um, but the Dream, he's the perfect mix of The Miz, uh, Dolph Ziggler, and a little bit of gold dust, all wrapped in one. Um, so he's one of my favorite up and comers. Um, but my favorite in the ring right now, and it's not really a newer person, it's Chris Jericho. I think the dude has reinvented himself once again. He can cut a promo like he always has. Not very many guys can be have their theme song sung and then booed right afterwards. Um, so people love to hate him. He's, he still puts on a damn good match with anyone he wrestles with. I've never seen a guy have continue to be able to add a new finisher to his repertoire. So Jericho's now on like his fourth finisher. Um, so that would be my favorite in the ring at the moment um, in terms of that. And my up-and-comer is Velveteen Dream. So. And just to chime in, to get my two cents in, I agree with, <clears throat> I agree with Magic and Nick in that you – because AJ, AJ for many years was in my has been in my top in the world, and I would say that if you're talking bell to bell, AJ's still there. But I just want to mention a name because I personally think this guy is the future 
of wrestling. And it's Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole's awesome too. Yeah. yeah. I think Guys, that, I will I, yeah. I won't fight any of y'all with your picks. I like them all. I, I and I guess I guess I say, you know, you guys said Adam Page and I really like Adam Page too. So I guess I'd say the, uh, to me the future if you're if we're looking ahead to 10 years from now in WWE, I think Adam Cole in 10 years is where Shawn Michaels was 25 years ago. He's Hell yeah. And, and let me agree with you on that point because he, here's the thing, I throw this question and I throw this question out to any wrestling fan I come across. Everyone loves Adam Cole. Um, and then if I ask you, uh, other than a super kick, what does Adam Cole do? Everything. And no one, no one has an answer, right? Well, uh, I have an answer, but I would say he does a lot more than a super kick. He tells a story in the ring. He, he does more than just a, go on. Sorry. Go on. Exactly. You're, you're still not telling me what he does. And, and with HBK, now I will say with HBK, a lot of people would say, uh, you know, he's got a super kick and maybe a moonsault. And an elbow drop. Right. And the elbow drop. I mean, he had a couple, he was there a long time. So obviously he got some, um, but the point is both of those guys, for being smaller stature guys, and they are, especially compared to the other wrestlers, um, they were not flipping machines. Um, they were not crazy cruiserweight type stuff. But yet, both of them have that, um, you know, that presence. Something is there that no matter we just all love, right? And. That it's something there. It's that tick. It's that showmanship. It's the greatest entertainer ever, uh, the greatest performer. Yet they don't do anything super crazy. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean just like, oh my god, he did a eight ninety off the top rope or whatever. You know, something crazy. But what did HBK? I'll, I'll pose you that same question. What did HBK do with every single opponent he faced? It was with the Bret Hart's of the world. He went technical. He put him in headlocks. He put him in sharpshooters. He put him in figure fours, right? Because Bret Hart was a submission wrestler. Then when he wrestled Undertaker, he did chops and he did backdrops and things of that nature. So anytime HBK got in the ring with whoever his opponent was, he did their maneuvers. That's what made him great. So I'll, I'll, and this is just my opinion, but what made HBK great is he made everyone else look like they could beat him he was a selling machine and made his opponent look like a million dollars no matter who the opponent was no and just like you said no matter if it was uh undertaker whether it was h uh bret hart whether it was a guy who did nothing but punch or kick he was able to make his opponent look like they could legitimately legitimately beat him every time and the sell is yeah. is you know we talk about the That's dying what made art. Blair so great, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and some very scientific psychology of the ring, all the stuff we could get into. But I love all of you guys. I, I love the Adam Cole pick. I love the Velveteen Dream pick. Um, I would not argue with any of y'all in any of your selections. Velveteen's kind of the same as um, Adam Cole is in certain ways. I mean, look at how good 
Velveteen made EC3 look, right, in their match. And yeah, Dream is a showman. He is a showman. I mean, he made EC3 look like a, uh, one of the best wrestlers in the world in that match. And that's my – I mean, you could agree to disagree, but I'm not saying EC3 is a bad wrestler, but Velveteen made EC3 look even better than what he is. And uh, you, what you were just easily saying, that that's what made The Rock so good too. He didn't have that many maneuvers, but when he took a move, he sold that bad boy, especially the stunner. <laughs> you know, the whole backflip and, and shit that he'd do when he'd take a stunner. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of the guys don't tell the story as well as that's why HBK was, was never really the best technical in the ring. But the thing was, is the way he sold moves and the way he, his showmanship and the way he would talk shit. But at the same time, he would make you look like, like if you and I got in the ring with HBK, he'd sell my move, you know? And it would be a story behind it. And his his feud with Triple H was one of the best because of how he sold what Triple H was doing in the ring. And I definitely agree with Cole. And I think anyone that's in Undisputed Era, all those guys have a bright future. And if they keep them with Cole on the main card, that's going to be one of the best factions of all time. If they continue to sell it and do it, if they put that on Raw or SmackDown, the way they're selling it on NXT, those four guys are all going to have great careers. Um, kind of the same way they shaped Orton and Batista up, right? With Evolution. Um, that can be done with those four guys. So I totally, I agree with all. It's hard It's hard not to pick any of those guys. So uh, That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not going to fight any of y'all because they're all great picks in my, I, I, I like them all. I'd say Dunn and Walter are another two really good picks, too. You know, those are hard not to ignore, too. I mean, if, if they continue to use Dunn and Walter the way they've been using Dunn and Walter, it, those two guys are going to be huge, too. Walter reminds me so much of, 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 of William Regal. That's why I love him so much. Um, you know, and Dunn is just freaking awesome, too. So if they continue to work them correctly, there's a lot of picks we can make. And I would have said I would have said Ricochet, but they really Ricochet would have been another one of my picks. But lately, I don't know the way they've been booking him. He's starting to lose that steamy ad, you know. So I'm uh, I'm surprised neither one of you guys said uh, Rob Gun- Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I, I happen to be scrolling through and I seen this dance that he put on for Adi Night. I don't know if you watched that or not, but uh, him and uh, was it Mojo Riley look like they're going to be a tag team. Hey, that might be the best thing that ever happened to Mojo. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't really know about the whole Gronkowski thing, but it is what it is. They're doing a whole Lawrence Taylor thing, I get it, so but whatever. I didn't like the guy when he's with the Patriots. I don't like him now, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, so but I mean good for him for reinventing himself and getting himself into the ring, but hopefully it's just mainly to be a side attraction and not a main performer, so um, but who knows? Maybe he'll put on a good match. Maybe he's been training. Who knows? Never know. Yeah, he might. I might be eating crow next week. So 
Well, all righty, gentlemen. Uh, I think that was it, right, Nate? We didn't have any other questions? That was it. Love it. All right, well, we had a great show. We had some good times. Uh, Any final words for the listeners, Magic? Guys, uh, we have a lot of fun on this show. Once again, I'm going to go back to say uh, we know it's a very serious time. We know it's not our normal. We know we're all being told to stay inside. We can't do this, can't do that. Some of us can't even wipe our ass. But when we joke just like that, we're just trying to, like I said earlier, we're trying to provide a little bit of relief for you. Maybe if you can escape that reality just for a couple minutes while you're listening to us, then we know that we're helping uh, in any way possible. And guys, if this is affecting you at all, reach out to any of us, any of us four. Um, We will do whatever we can to help if we can. Um. But other than that, guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate all of y'all. I appreciate what y'all do for our page. I appreciate what you do for the podcast. And like I always say, as always, y'all have a great week. Any final words, Nick? Uh, Exactly what John said, guys. I know everybody's being affected by this virus uh, in many different ways, whether your job's being affected or like he said, me. Um, some people can't even come out of their house. So, if there's anything that we can do, do not dare hesitate. You know, message David Gold, John Majeski, Nate, myself. Um, we'll do whatever we can. If you just want to just talk, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, you know, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate everything that you guys do for the Facebook group. I've said it many a times, and we we continue to say it. We can't do this without you guys. Um, so I want to thank you for taking the time, listening to us, checking out the page, and uh, you know, spending your time with us. Again, we hope we can bring a little bit of joy to you just sitting back listening. We love sitting around joking, and but we do know right now we're in a serious matter. So we're here for you. Don't ever hesitate to send us a message, and uh, feel free to chat with us anytime, any day. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a wonderful day wherever you're listening from. And I appreciate John and, and David and Nate taking the time and and uh, enjoying chatting with you guys as always. Uh, look forward to the next time. And, I, and I'm going to echo the same things. Um, we definitely take this very seriously. Um, Nick works for a hospital. Magic works in, in you know, in, in, in the industry as well, sort of. I kind of am in the retail environment like Nate is. Um, so we're all kind of in entwined in it. There's a lot of us out here that are very fortunate to continue to be able to work, um, but we're also going out and could possibly get sick. So please be safe. If you're not able to work um, and you're you're not getting paid, please know we're here for you. There's a lot of resources out there. We can all chat. We can all help one another. There's a lot of things we can do during this time of uncertainty. And uh, please know that just because we do joke about it doesn't mean we don't take this very seriously. We love everybody. And uh, hopefully nobody gets sick and and nobody loses any loved ones or whatever the case may be. And we can get back to some normalcy here soon. Uh, Hopefully you guys will join us on WrestleMania Saturday. We'll have a nice chat going. Uh, We've been posting watch parties for everyone to enjoy. Uh, This morning we got to watch some rock and wrestling posted by Z-Man. A couple days ago, he did post um, No Holds Barred for us. I, me and Magic love that movie. What's that? Heck yeah. Oh. 
Doo-doo. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, my favorite is still Suburban Commando. I can't wait when he posts that one. Um, Any Freeze. You know, I love that movie. Um, but um, thank you all for listening. Anyone that takes their time out of the day and listens to us and enjoys our show, we appreciate you. And um, we will be back next week with hopefully a lot more news, a lot more figures, and a lot, lot more toilet paper. 